welcome to the podcast. Oh, we, we talk about back. movies. And uh, my name, my, my name is Thomas. Oh, how, you, how you doing, Thomas? <laughs> this is awful. Let's start again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, welcome. This is a podcast. Thank you. I feel welcome. Nice, glad to be here. My 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 name is Thomas. And parents, moms, dads, get your kids out of the way. Zuriel is in the house. Trapped him. Yo, <laughs> I didn't expect it to go that way, but okay. Probably shouldn't say that, right? <laughs> well, probably, sorry, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but isn't that a good intro for you? Moms, dads, trap your kids. Zero's in the house. Trap your kids? Oh my god. <laughs> not trap your kids. I mean, lock your kids up. Zero. Lock your kids up? That's not good. <laughs> Big Z's in the house. Lock in their room. So, because you're, you're out. You're out in the wild. You're dangerous. I'm out in the wild. You're I am wild, dog. You gotta lock their kids up. Lock your kids and lock your wives. Hide your kids. Hide your wife. Hide your kids. Hide, hide your, your wife, dude. Anyway, no, this, this horrible intro, Zuriel, it's a good way to start because. It sets the mood. Because this was a horrible movie. It set, no, it sets it sets the mood. It sets the standards. When people go, oh, is this like a podcast about classy people analyzing, going deep, deep and dive into the movie? No. We're just bros. What the fuck are you trying out. to say, boy? I'm, I, oh, shit. I can't curse. Oh, my God. I'm classy. That's what you I'm trying to curse, say. You can curse. You can curse. Just don't say <gasps> the, the bad words. <laughs> the, the bad, e- the, bad words. You don't, you don't say the evil words. That's it. I would never. I'm a, I'm a can't good Christian say the words are real. Okay, so here's the thing. We're here for the space cast, you know, going out to space. All the other alien boys going to hear this. Space cast. Yo, you never watched uh, Midnight Gospel? He, it's, I think he think he calls it a space cast. It's like it's nice. You should watch it. I, sh- I should watch it. It's about. Well, yes. I, I should know because it's all about degeneracy and weed. <laughs> I'm not into that. No, it's not. No, no, no. It, it poses some good like philosophical. Uh, questions and not all, only philosophical. Some of it is like specifically about drugs, specifically about religion, which is like it's just nice. It's nice to hear. Okay, a lot of Joe it. Rogan, bro. Tell, okay, Joe Rogan, bro. No, no, no. You can tell all the guy DMT who made it is all about crazy, the DMT though. and the the mushroom life. Yo, he talks so much about DMT. They talk a lot about drugs. Like sometimes I, uh, personally, I'm not a big drug guy. I'm not drug guy at all. And uh, you hear like this beautiful stuff that they talk about Buddha. They talk about all these like really things that can really change people's lives and they go yeah bro i got it when i was on dmt i'm like okay shut up i don't care anymore My third <laughs> eye open. Well, yeah I don't, I don't that doesn't sit well with me but whatever that's not what the point of this podcast is what are we here to talk about tommy boy we're here to talk about movies <laughs> oh my god movies it's like i i am no expert in movies i hear zero is though he knows all the things. Yeah, yeah, bro. No, I, I love the Marvel movies top tier you know you know what i mean i love marvel dude those are the best you laugh you cried I didn't cry. I ain't no bitch. It's okay to cry sometimes. No, it's not, Thomas. You ever cry, just know you're dead to me. In general? (laughs) In specifics. (laughs) Okay. So, Zero's the expert. I know nothing about movies. I am. I have no interest in that. That's totally accurate, you know? You know, I'm a a deep philosopher. I I know everything that happens. Anything I see, bet your ass. Zero, for real, is easy this time. What is your favorite movie? Favorite movie in general? Um, I love Secret Life of Walter Mitty. I think there's okay. Okay, I haven't given this much thought. I, I'm, I'm overwhelmed. Oh my god! Tell us life. who you are, Zuriel. It's supposed to represent your your, your lifestyle, Zuriel. What's your favorite film? Wait, that... wait, say again. My favorite film. Okay, yeah. So so so, 
Favorite film that I can think of, like, on the spot, Secret Life of Walter Mitty. I freaking love that movie. I think it's so beautiful. I think there's so much cool stuff going on in it. It's, like, I, I feel like I can relate to it a lot. There's just this guy who daydreams a lot, and a lot of his life passes by him because he's so busy daydreaming and just thinking. I, I feel like I can identify with that to a certain extent. I'm not on that level, but, yeah, and, and you know, he needs to get this photo. It was a long time ago I watched it, but I loved it. Uh, he needs to get this photo, and he goes around the world trying to get it, and he ends up interacting with that, that girl that he, like, he really cares about. He's really into her, but he's just too lost to ever talk to her, but, mm-hmm. you know, she finds it sweet. It's, like, really endearing. It's not this hot girl who's, like, the popular anything or this and that. It's not... It's not... <laughs> I never seen the movie. I saw one part of that movie where he's skateboarding around. It's I love that. I, I I'm getting a skateboard soon too. I want to. I I thought that that scene was so powerful. Not not in any like. Oh my god, this is so deep. I just thought it was beautiful. You, I thought you, it was so you're gonna nice. skateboard so in a, simple in a, during a volcano. Yo, boys, just skating down the volcano. Like you know what that probably feels like. Probably feels hot. It probably feels <laughs> hot. Feels exciting. There's ash falling down. But he wasn't. I don't remember him being like. No, he was scared. He was scared. I know he, he, wait, he skateboards he actually, down. Wait, did he actually skateboard during a volcano? I thought it was before the I volcano. I think he was skating during the volcano. If not, he drove in a car. And But he makes it down to the village. And this guy's like, what are you doing? Come here. And he like brings the guy inside. I don't remember. It was a long time ago I watched the That's movie. I just resonated with it a I want to skateboard while the volcano's out. <laughs> no, no, no. He was. He, he didn't expect the volcano to be erupting, and he. Oh, okay. I don't know if he was skateboarding or if he drove a car. I don't remember, dude. It's again. It's been a long time. Yeah, I get it. I don't know my favorite movie that well. Sue me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Chappie's a good one. I too. like a lot of movies. I freaking love Chappie. I don't know which. For me, like it really fluctuates sometimes. It changes de- depending. Yeah, it depends on the mood. On the I'm, mood I'm thinking yeah. in or talking about. I don't know what my favorite movie is. I don't know. I have a lot of favorites, bro. I like Once Upon the Time of the West. I like Seven Samurai. Which one's Second Samurai? Seven Samurai, bro. Seven. Oh, shit. Excuse is me. The Kurosawa. I didn't know there's that many samurais. Kurosawa film. Oh, okay. Damn, no. I never. I, I gotta watch them, though. You gotta watch some movies. So here, this is what it's about. It's about watching movies. We're gonna talk about some movies that we watched. Hell yeah. Oh, I have a suggestion for the next movie we should watch. Well, I don't let's know if I let's leave it, it right that now. for later, for the last part. Ah, okay, 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 okay. Cool, 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 cool. So, what movie did you watch this week, Muriel? I watched uh, Fairly Odd Parents, the movie. No, I'm kidding. We watched let's, Pulp let's Fiction. Fair- I've no, never no, no, seen no. Pulp Fiction. Fuck Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction is garbage, normie tier film, okay? Only hipsters and normies like it. Only little teenage boys like it. Pulp Fiction. Let's talk about the real films. Fairly Odd Parents. I know you're being ironic, but I I completely agree with you. I feel like all these fucking like nerds swoon over this movie, but they're just like it's just like this random quirky movie. But uh, okay, do you actually want to go into it? Okay, let's go into it then. Fuck Fairly Odd Parents. That was that was not that was another. Okay, no, we're we're gonna get back to Fairly Odd Parents. Okay, Okay. we're gonna get like. Episodes later, we're gonna last movie we're gonna make talk about Fairly Odd Parents. The Fairly Odd Parents movie. I mean, it's kind of destiny now. We have to know. But okay, Pulp Fiction <laughs> released nineteen ninety four. Zero. Did you know that? Yeah, I know. It's it's way it's older than my brother. <laughs> <laughs> that's older yeah, than it's me. Older than, it's older than Whoa. me. No man, that's that's old. That's old. I don't care what any boomer watching this says. That's old. Nineteen ninety four was a completely different time. Bruce so watching Willis that still has some movie, sort of hair. Huh. Bruce Willis still has some hair. He still has some hair. John Travolta has too much hair. <laughs> I think that's fake hair. I don't know. I would not be surprised. It doesn't look right, man. So that, that's the thing. The movie oh, wait, wait, okay, is. Okay. Let's 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 
streamline the process. What were your thoughts on Pulp Fiction? Did you like it? Not like it? Tell me what your overall thoughts are. I hated it. How dare you? No, I didn't hate <laughs> it. I, I really enjoyed it. No, th- I haven't like... Usually when I watch movies, I can just sit straight face through half of them. I can just like not react at all. This movie was all reactions. It was all shock factor. All kinds of like different emotions were going through me that I didn't expect to go through. So I don't I know I knew nothing about the film going into it. I've seen all the stupid memes of John Travolta like doing the the hand motion looking like around. looking around. Yeah, he's yeah. like oh, oh. So I assumed that I assumed that I didn't even know Samuel Jackson was in there. I just knew a black guy was in there. Uh, I assumed that this movie was going to be about some mafia guys who go in and they kill like certain people who are bad, but they're going to be like the anti-heroes and um, it's going to be all about like this deep thing about, oh yeah, money bad, capitalism bad, all oh, the police can't do it. I thought it was going to be something like that. That's really what I went in expecting. Really? I knew nothing- okay. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I know nothing about this movie. Uh, you asked me to watch it, and I was like, hey, you know, I've been meaning to watch it. Everyone talks about this movie. Anyone who, like, is like, oh, what's your favorite movie? Dude, Pulp Fiction, Bro, man. Pulp Fiction, bro. I had, uh, uh, my I, girlfriend's... I, I, I think I ha- I know why some people say that, but we can save that for later. Yeah, my girlfriend's friend was like that. He, he like, he would claimed he was super into movies, but he would, like, talk about... I don't know. I find it weird when, like, obviously the highly acclaimed movies are the highly acclaimed movies for a reason, but I find it weird when the only movies you claim to like are the highly acclaimed movies. You know what I mean? It sounds, like, really fake. I, I can like some trash. Yeah, people can like some trash sometimes. No, yeah, but it's, my point being, uh, when the only things you like or claim to like are the really highly acclaimed stuff, it's like, yeah, I get it. Those are good movies objectively, but do you like it or do you like it because you're supposed to kind of like it? You're not supposed to I like it. You're supposed to think highly of it. Into it. But, okay, overall... W- into the the movie in the movie. Yes, the movie. The movie. Um, what did you think of it? I I loved it. So all this weird stuff happens. Uh, the timing is so strange because uh, the end of the movie happens like what an hour into it, but we still keep watching the movie. Like it, the movie ends like within an hour, but there's still other yeah, parts that we haven't around. seen. We see yeah. them walk into the bar with shirts and shorts, and you're kind of and they're like and the, the guy asks, "Oh, what do you guys? Why do you guys look like doors? Like, oh, long story." And I thought, oh. We just don't get it. We just assume that, hey, they have a lot of stuff going on. We don't get to see it. And I didn't expect to see it towards the end. And uh, Butch is a strange character that they throw in. They give you a little hint of him. But we don't know anything. We just know he goes, what are you looking at, friend, to John Travolta? Did you like his backstory with a, with a general? It was so weird. I, I, that's the thing. <laughs> I, so I like it. this movie. But I just don't know what's happening half the time. Even still, I'm not sure what the plot was. The, the, it was so weird. It, Seeing this guy kneel down to like what an eight year old kid, and the kid's just staring at him, stone faced, blank, not sure what's going on. This guy's talking about how he carried a watch. Uh, the, the watch has been in multiple asses over the course of seven years. <laughs> he hands the kid. Yeah, what's the dude. kid supposed to think? The kid's supposed to be like, "Oh, butt watch." I hope he cleaned it, dude. It's his. It's his daddy's watch. It's his, his daddy's, daddy's watch. watch. No, 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 that means a lot. It's just funny because I don't know how much the kid could possibly retain. Apparently, later we learned that Butch retained all of it. It's just. It's weird. It it is really funny because he's talking about all this serious shit. And he's like, I hid this in my ass for two. No, it long was like it, he was like the, the, they were gonna take it. The, was it the Japanese? Who was gonna take I it? I think it's the. I think it's Vietnam. 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 Okay, yeah, I, I thought Vietnamese. I thought I was wrong though. Okay, yeah. So yeah. He's like, the Vietnamese were gonna take it. So he sorted the only place he could in his ass. <laughs> so so plain. <laughs> I was thinking did he keistered that shit. Did he keistered that bitch. He keistered it. What? It's just. 
it's so strange. The kid has to like hear all that, and he doesn't react at all. He, okay. The actor who played that general, he looked familiar. Uh, I, I just don't know the guy's it's, name uh, or where he played Walken. it. Is who? Christopher Walken. Okay, okay, it was. Okay, that's his name. Yeah, I heard yeah. the voice and I looked at him, but again, the movie's so old, guy doesn't look like that anymore. <laughs> this, I, okay, here's what I think about the movie. I, I really like Quentin Tarantino movies. They're very entertaining. People s- suck his dick all the time. Yeah. But I, I do think it is for a reason, because he is very talented. He's, he's not the best one. He's not like the best director of all time, Quentin Tarantino. I wouldn't go that far. Mm-hmm. But he is very, like, he loves movies and he, he loves doing what he does and you can see it through watching it. Uh, yeah, you could definitely see that. Yeah, even like through other movies like Django and Kill Bill, he, he loves what he's doing. He's having so much fun. Mm-hmm. And I, wa- I watched Kill Bill and, and some of his other movies before this and I knew a little bit about it because just... Here, talking to people, you kind of, kind of spoil yourself a little bit before watching the movie. So I watched it a long time ago for the first time. It's like I really liked it, but it wasn't like whoa, this experience. Like whoa, damn. Okay, I liked other movies better, but then I watched it again for this, and I it really grabbed me. Like this is really good. <laughs> this yeah, is the, yeah, yeah. I get it now. Like watching Django and every, I, 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 my experience with Quentin Tarantino films is Django for for sure. I don't know. If I've watched another Tarantino movie, I don't look at directors, man. I just like, oh, cool movie. I watch. Um, uh, yeah. But Django was a fun movie. But I don't think that this is in the same caliber. This is not just a fun movie. This is has a lot more to it. It's a lot more complex. Django is a straightforward story. It's this dude. Well, who, Django is more like exaggerated. It's more about being action. The ex- yeah, yeah, yeah. It's about action and explosion. Film. And it's fun. It's a great yeah. movie. It's well-directed, well-acted, well-written, well-everything. Everything's great in the movie. It's just... Uh, it's different. It's just different. Yeah, this Pulp is fi- going for something else. Yeah, Pulp Fiction is looking for a very different aesthetic, a very different uh, way of telling stories. And it's funny because I don't think it's like a traditional movie where there's an obvious plot, an obvious end goal. There's not. No, it's not. It, this it's movie just, was very revolutionary at the time for American I, movies. I'm not especially. surprised at all. Yeah. Because American movies, especially in the 90s, it was very much... There were some good movies, of course, but uh, at the time, it was just mostly shitty, like, romantic comedies and little little super, like, corny action movies and shit. And everybody was like, cool with that, like, most Hollywood movies, at least. And here comes Quentin Tarantino bringing this mostly, mostly European style, but mixing with an American style. And it just shocked people, like, oh, because a lot of people in the U.S. think that European films are, like, black and white, super pretentious, like, whoa, I don't want to watch those European films, I want to watch good old American films. Mm-hmm. And it kind of like, hey, it doesn't have to be that way, we can, we can kind of do both, still have some good old action fun and while still getting some of the European style. You don't have to be, you don't have to follow a formula, you can mm-hmm. do your own thing and still make a good entertaining movie. And this movie is very entertaining. Oh my it's not God, to the yes. level of action as Django no, or no, Kill Bill. It's, so, it's just as entertaining without the action. I loved it. Uh, there are like so many intense moments. Too. Like, How do you feel about the whole uh, overdose scene? My God. I, so, okay. okay. The girl's obviously a character, to say the least. She's, yeah, she's very much... Uh, you, from the spot, from from the moment you see her, you realize she's not a normal person. Yeah, you know. She, she's so... I don't think Flirty covers it. She's so strange. She's so the different. The way she like, talks, she, she talks very much in references. 
she does she does she's always alluding to something and so yeah. uh when she sees the the cocaine i just think she's gonna take it but i was we, we saw her do it recently so i'm like okay no, it's heroin it's not cocaine that's that's what makes her od it was heroin yeah because travolta oh. takes heroin and it was yeah, a little baggy. So I saw I saw him injecting it, but I guess I didn't make the connection that it was heroin. I guess I just assumed it was cocaine. Okay. It was heroin, and the and, reason and why they, they set heroin it up and that's that, what get kills her. Right? Yeah, cocaine usually is in baggies. In heroin, yeah. he he like I didn't have any like whatever wrap, so he put it in the baggies. He didn't he thought, have oh, it's any cocaine. wrap. Oh, yeah. Remember that? I didn't scene? catch that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't catch yeah. that. Can I put it in the bag? Yeah, it's very... It's set up. It's there. No, yeah, yeah, it is. It makes, All of it. it makes, the whole it movie is set up really yeah. well for later. Wow. Okay. I didn't catch that at all. Cool. Okay, so yeah, then she she snorts freaking heroin. I don't know how that works. And yeah, she instantly goes like berserk. Well, oh, these. That's, that's not so supposed to work, so that's why she fucking... Exactly. No, exactly. It's not how it's supposed to work. Bleeding the second she does it. I just think it's hilarious that it wouldn't have happened if Travolta just thought rationally he was so busy thinking with his dick and he had to like fight himself he was in the bathroom for it seemed like a long time it really felt like a long time he was in there <laughs> he's mm-hmm. arguing with himself and he just said okay i'm gonna tell her good night and he walked out that never would have happened it's just the unfortunate yeah. events he's are really like talking to the mirror like yeah not like, next to the he's, like talking to the toilet or something weird guy like he really he knows or, okay, well, she denies it, but still, we can assume that some dude got thrown off a four-story building into a, gl- a glass greenhouse for touching But that's feet. the thing that I like about this movie. They don't answer all the questions. They don't. They don't at they, all. We never even see that guy. The point is that there is a question. Uh-huh. That is the point. You don't need to have all answers. Mm-hmm. And, okay, let's start from the first scene. We kind of gave our... We've been jumbling around. Let's start from the first scene. Yes, I love the 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 intro scene where they're talking about all this stuff. The part that gri- that I loved so much is that the they just diner. They they what? The diner or the oh the, oh I'm sorry yeah the diner the diner that's the right diner, the di- oh yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah I yeah. do compute I'm sorry I'm sorry yeah the titles there. yeah uh, the diner was a strange experience and the whole time I was just thinking when are we getting back there like I was really just. When it, what happened at the diner? I don't get it. The whole movie, I was just like, mm-hmm. the diner. I'm not forgetting that. I know I'm not crazy. Yeah, uh, there's a reason it's there. Yeah. yeah, I find it. I think it's like a Bonnie and Clyde kind of thing, right? Yeah, they're just criminals. They say that they just been trying to go into liquor stores. Yeah, but I think I think the whole point of it is, and I don't know. I'm just saying. I think it's like a whole Bonnie and Clyde situation, right? Where it's these two criminals who love each other a lot, and they're just doing these crimes. Just for money, like, like you can tell they're not, they're not really so bad. They don't, they, they claim they don't even want to hurt anybody. They just want the money. No, yeah, they. Not super bad. They like, need money, people, but they don't know? see another way to get it. I guess that's the yeah. whole thing. They're obviously not as bad as John Travolta and. Uh, no, because uh, they're Jackson. straight up murderers. Yeah, they're they're straight up murderers, mafia okay. guys. I my favorite character in this whole film is Samuel L. Jackson. I, I would agree with that. I think he's hilarious. I think he, I love no, that. No, he's hilarious. His arc is great. Yeah, I love the, the, the ending. epiphany he has at the end. Yeah, I love yes. that. Which I think this is the main theme of the whole film. is about people who lack morality and somehow through 
maybe the divine intervention divine intervention gives them a chance of redemption yeah whether or not they believe in that intervention or not whether or not you can call it god or not they that a situation happens what they would call a miracle and there you go okay i need to change my ways yes i like that's the whole movie all like pretty much all the main characters at least have that i don't know maybe not all maybe not all of them but like the the big ones well john travolta rejects it he rejects it he definitely rejects it yeah marcellus Uh, doesn't come to terms with it okay but maybe there's also not just divine intervention for redemption but also question of loyalty yeah yeah true it's definitely about loyalty too John Travolta uh-huh. is very much his whole thing is about loyalty. Will he have an affair with Mia Wallace or not? Will he like that's this old questioning in the mirror in the bathroom? Okay, yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah, okay. I think it's just a lot of pride. He's he he just I think he just wants to do what he wants to do. He's very like hedonistic. And he's very he, much uh doing his own thing in, in the moment. Yeah, because okay, no, we're we're starting at the very beginning, right? We're doing this chronologically. Okay. Pretty yep. much. Diner. It just sets up. It's a cool, like, little setup. It is. What, and, uh, oh, my yeah. God. Once they start rolling, because, like, old movies do the credits beforehand, the, mm-hmm. the song, the the original version of Pump It. Oh, God. <laughs> the original so, version of Pump It. Yeah, I don't know what the original is called. <laughs> Sue me. I'm, I'm a freaking no, Zoomer. No, it's, no, it's fun because I was thinking about it. Yeah. I love that. I, I just... And I was saying I was saying earlier, I don't know what I can or can't take seriously. I'm, I'm a freaking Zoomer. I'm not a boomer, okay? I just mm-hmm. don't know what the 90s were like at this time. Was that No, cool, this was, was not a 90s song. This is like a 70s song, 60s, like surf rock. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know it is. But I'm just saying, uh, is it? was it cool at the time or was it like a cliche kind of goofy like it is now? I think it's still pretty cool. I like the, the track. I, I like it. I still think it's goofy. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, yeah, with our sensibilities now, it's yeah. a little bit goofy. But I thought it was like, a cool way to open the movie. Mm-hmm. No, I loved it. It was awesome. I, I seriously laughed. I heard that song and I was like, oh. And the, and the Is old it because movies you, always you're play the credits more beforehand. familiar with the Black Eyed Peas version? <laughs> the, yeah, okay. I'm a Zoomer. Zoom <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Diner scene, great setup. Then we go through John Travolta and Samuel Jackson. Mm-hmm. What do you think about the, the whole dialogue they have before I they start? I love it. I love it. the whole. They have this like an actual argument. Samuel Jackson is upset that John Travolta is defending Marcellus for throwing off the guy. But the thing is, I understand what what Travolta is saying. I, what's his character's name? I don't know how I should be referring. To uh, Vincent. Vincent. Yes. You can call it Vincent. either way. Yeah. People know. Yeah. So <laughs> Vincent keeps uh, he keeps talking about. He's right. He says that you know touching a woman's feet is kind of intimate. You know whether you'd like it or not. He's like, oh, I touch my mom's feet. I love the point. Would you touch another man's feet? And and. Uh, Grimps, Grips, Grimes, whatever his name is, he gets mad. Simon Jackson gets upset. He's like, he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? He goes, you don't know shit, stupid ass. It's uh, like, Jules. Oh. His name is Jules. Jules, yeah. And he gets mad. Yeah. He gets like really upset. And so and they were gonna knock on the door, but they take a second to be like, they did. I think they did knock, but the kids were ready. Something like that. It wasn't time yet. And it they wasn't take a time second, yet. Yeah. Go around the corner to continue talking about this. In most movies, this would have been a three-second scene for small talk just to fill up time, and that's it. In this movie, it was a point. They were I going like to make it a also point. Also, very much like building that. the tension. They're, they have guns. They're going to building. What's going to happen? <laughs> what's going on? That's but also, good, I like. Yeah, yeah, it's true. You know, the, the, you can tell something serious is going to happen. Yeah. 
they go up to the door. They say it's not time yet, and they leave. They they go out to the hallway, but the camera stays there and looks at them like impatiently. Yeah, like, I love Come it. On, let's do this, please. It's time. Honestly, I was way too invested in that conversation because I think it's a great I, no, boy. Vincent it's great was right. because it's actually like it feels like people talking. It does. Everything in the movie felt like real people talking, except for Mia Wallace. I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She she was. Like, I think I was that was actually that was the point. That, exactly. I think that was that was the point. I mean, it's not that she doesn't sound real. She sounds real in the sense of, like, those people. Because I know those people. I know people who talk like that. I know those people, too. Yeah, so it's real, <laughs> but it's like, ugh. So, yeah. The whole monologue they have. Okay, then they, they go to the kid's house. They stir up some shit. He is very intimidating, yet calm at first. I, I really, really thought they were just fucking with the kids. Really? I really thought... they. Because I, I didn't expect those kids to be... To have stolen from Marcellus. I doesn't seem smart, you know? So a couple mm-hmm. of skinny ass white kids and that one. Well black they weren't because they still tracked him down and killed him. Well, yeah, so that's what I'm saying. I, I just thought they were fucking with him. I thought it was gonna be something else. I really didn't expect what happened. I should have, but I thought it was like it was like, hey, we're gonna give you this scene and you're gonna expect this, but it's not gonna be that. But it's exactly what we expect what we should have expected. Oh my god. It But it, I like how He's at first very calm, very respectable. He said, "No, no, sit down, calm down, don't worry. Stay. Like, like what kind of? What, what are you eating? Oh, it's a Kahuna burger. Can I? Can I have a bite? Like, oh, sure, go ahead. Oh, can I drink this to like wash it down? Like, sure, go ahead. And it's, it's everyone is like shitting their pants. Dude, I'd be upset. You want to say no? Honestly, if I knew I was gonna die, you'd bet your ass I'd say no. And those kids knew they were gonna die. <laughs> Listen, this movie, everyone references this movie. And that's the thing. This is, I think this is a great movie and everybody loves it. But I think it's, some people love it because it's great. Some people love it because everybody else loves it. But I think that it started because of the, the, the whole director, Quentin Tarantino. He made this movie when he was 30 something. Okay. And he's like every, like film, like everyone who wants to work in film, like dream. Like he dropped out of high school. Worked at a video store, didn't have any money, just wrote scripts and worked and like made it because he wow. had a good script. Okay, that's cool. He's an interesting character. I wouldn't say it's a viable option. Everybody should try doing that. But oh, I can no, see why people are like, oh, yeah, I want to do that. He, he, and you can see the, the behind the scenes of him filming the movie, like the dancing with John Travolta and Uma Thurman. He's there behind the camera dancing with them. Just, just dancing. He's so happy to be there. <laughs> oh my god what a nice guy well, also uh, there was a scene that Samuel Jackson said that he couldn't do it because when, I think it was one of the either the scene at the end of the diner or the when he's like going to kill the kids he's doing a monologue and Quentin Tarantino is just sitting behind the camera just laughing like like, like so super happy that's happening because he's doing super well Samuel Jackson couldn't like he just had to stop for a second because he couldn't do it because he was just Quentin Tarantino laughing <laughs> What a nice guy. That's a wholesome ass. It sounds wholesome. Maybe he's, he's not. He's an interesting person. Is he like one of those kind of difficult to work with, kind of a little a little too perfectionist? I think, I don't. I wouldn't go that far. I think he just knows what he wants and he like doesn't want anything other than what he wants. That's fine. I can understand that. He knows what's going to be the good he, product. He, yeah. This whole movie is is very deliberate. You can see there's a vision. There's no like other person. Ah, that seems kind of weird. No, it's all his vision. What, what what was your favorite uh, little story? 
the end, uh, towards the end, where uh, they accidentally shoot the black kid. Shoot the black oh kid. Oh my <laughs> god! It's so ridiculous. It's <laughs> I it's, love. I don't. Know, I don't remember the kid's name, but he's like, "Damn, I shot him in the face." Yeah, I know. No, but it's like it's it's the sto- leading up to that. It's all like, "Oh, you know, that was an act of God. That was divine intervention." You know, and he's like, "No, it wasn't. Come on, come on, Jules. That was not divine intervention. It was a freak accident." And I'm more inclined to believe it's a freak accident. You know, the kid was a bad shot. It was a long barrel gun. He heavy. He probably couldn't handle it. You know, I'm more inclined to believe that. So Vincent turns around and goes, "What do you make of it?" The guy's like, "I have no opinion." It's like, "What do you mean you have? What do you mean you have no opinion? You gotta have bah." And he goes, oh, I shot the kid in the face. Love, you gotta have an opinion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I shot him in the face. Uh, he goes, what you mean? You shot him. He goes, you hit a bump or something. I didn't hit no bump. It's it's like, they don't care. They don't care that they just did that. It's really funny. I think I really like all of them. I like that part, but I didn't really care. It was necessary, the whole them clean the, the car thing. It was necessary. You needed a slow down moment before the climax. You needed a time to like to breathe, and that was okay. it, definitely it. The the slower one, so just so we can, it was still very cool and see like uh the other guy Wolf, the Harvey Keitel character who goes there yeah. and just tells everyone everybody what to do. And so that's what I was trying to get at earlier. Vincent's a strange character who he just kind of he does what he wants in the moment, uh, and he he asks the guy, "Can I get a please?" It's like, bro. The guy's helping you in the biggest way possible. Do you really have to ask? And and Jules is so embarrassed. Jules does not like that. <laughs> he's like, I know. He's like, I know. But come on, man. These people are helping us. You can't be demanding from the people who are helping us. That's not how it works. And But Vincent's like, no. He goes, I know you're giving me that look. I can feel the look. It's like, yeah, you deserve it. You're such an idiot. Why Even do you have then, to- Wolf was really a really cool guy because at the end he's like pretty pleased with sugar on, on side on top. I know, oh my god! No, but he's sarc- he's being sarcastic there. He's being sarcastic, really- but still, you do he see he's a cool guy when it. he's talking he with the girl at the end after they crush the car or whatever with the car. He's talking with the girl. He's kind of funny. He, he's like he's like a funny uncle. Like, he seems cool. I do love that car he drove. Oh my god! In the nineties, I'm, I'm a big car guy. Uh, the NSX was like the sensible man sports car. That's what it was. It was the sensible, the sensible thing it? to get. What? The sensible man's. Yeah, yeah, no, because uh, it was a car that could outperform like Ferraris and stuff like that. Ferraris, Lamborghinis at the time couldn't keep up with that car, but the car didn't have the name brand. It was a freaking Honda. It was a Honda, but it was the sensible man sports car. It was a mid-engine supercar that was crazy fast, crazy powerful, crazy awesome, super futuristic. But it was for the sensible man. It wasn't too expensive. It wasn't too flashy. I love it. I, I love that he drove that car. It fits his character so perfectly. It fits the character. Yeah, it really does. I saw that. I saw that car, and I knew exactly what he'd be like. If he was driving, if he was driving a Corvette, if he was driving a Corvette, I would picture this demanding American dude. If it was a Ferrari, I would picture a pretentious douchebag uh, who thinks he <laughs> knows it all. If it was a Lamborghini, he'd be some glorified asshole. I saw that Honda, that Acura NSX, and I thought. This guy's a badass. This guy's cool as shit. <laughs> Instantly, I knew. That's I was interesting. Like, yeah, cool. I, I never. I didn't think. I don't think that way. That's interesting. Yeah. The- no. Yeah. I'm big into cars, so you see what someone drives, and you can tell kind of how they are. You know. Yeah. Okay. And that, that's and a car I love. That so, was yeah. your favorite. That, that was your favorite one. The, that was my favorite scene. My favorite like uh, chapter saga was the. I think it was called the Bonnie situation. I love that. Yeah, the so Bonnie. Much. Okay. You know Jimmy. 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 Who's Jimmy? The 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 guy who owned, who 
owns the house where they are. Yeah. Okay, that was Jimmy. Okay, yeah. Oh, God, he's so funny. I love him. Do you know who plays Jimmy? No, I do not. He did not look familiar. Okay, here's a question. Another question before I answer that. Do you think everyone gave a good performance? I think everyone was pretty convincing. He was a funny one. Like he, he was goofy, and I guess his, I guess you could make if you're gonna make the argument, his acting wasn't so great. I think it fits his character. I, I was, have no problem with place. the way he did. You could say that he was out of place, and that maybe that's the point. I think that was the point. Yeah, yeah. Jimmy is Quentin Tarantino. Really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's adorable. <laughs> <laughs> That's adorable. I didn't know that. <laughs> maybe that. Maybe that's why I get hit. Jimmy. It's not that convincing, but he. I think it makes sense. Like the way that he acts this way. I mean, no, no, no. I'm only saying he might have not been as convincing as everyone else because of the, you posed this question. I think he was well convincing. I thought it was hilarious. He, he says the. He says, "Does it say dead end storage on my garage?" Does he's getting mad? He's like, Does it say dead that end storage? That is very dead interesting. And corpses that he, that he picked I himself that. I to say those so things. So funny. I, I wonder why. <laughs> you wonder why what? He picked himself for that character. I wonder why the reason for it. I think he wanted to portray like a certain level of love for his wife, but also kind of crazy. But well, also, he wasn't. Like, he wasn't I'm married. He didn't have a wife. His body. Well, Quentin Tarantino. I'm saying. Yeah, but I think he, I think he probably was trying to cast somebody for that role, and he was like, "I could just do it myself." He's like, "I know how that I want could this be character," it, but I could also yeah. see it more as a because he's very much like compared to like at least the characters, he's very much the everyman, and he's literally the everyman, and I think it kind of gives uh, a way to show that everyone, like <laughs> this criminal web, is involved everywhere. Like everyone can be like part of this criminal web. Even this little guy that's living like on his on his like robe, drinking coffee in the morning. And I love the I love Samuel Jackson talking about the coffee during. He goes, "Cause I don't need you to fucking tell me how good my fucking coffee is. I know, I know, I buy, I buy the good shit. Cause Bonnie buys shit. I thought that was He's hilarious." Very He's like, "Well, you see, uh, these uh, these were my uncles and aunts' uh, wedding. It gifts. was uh, <laughs> Uncle Conrad and Aunt Ginny's uh, wedding. It's you know, it's our best linen. I love that. But he's also does it say dead end storage, dead end corpses on even, my garage? Even it's when he's so doing funny. that, he's very soft spoken. He's not like he's yelling, but he's is he? I feel like he's a, he's kind of intimidating. He's kind of like I mean business, dude. This is not no. Right. I know that, but I like, felt like something about the way he speaks. It felt like he was yelling, but still holding it back. He didn't want to yell. He, was, he wasn't comfortable yelling. Just like a normal guy. Yeah. Or even like when they're showering, he's like, <laughs> he looks like a couple of dorks. <laughs> oh, that was funny. It was your clothes, <laughs> asshole. <laughs> so funny. Oh, God. I loved his character. I, I thought he was know great. I seen it like the best. I, the ending is great, but I, I think the butch one. It's, oh my God, I love that. I love it because in a lot of movies, you would see him run over Marcellus. Marcellus stands right back up and the guy just bolts. But they were both out of it. Both of them could barely run. Marcellus is like misfiring and flopping all over the place. It makes sense then why he gets tied up afterwards. I feel like most movies would just brush it off and they're fine and they just keep running. But out of all the chapters, the chapters feel, well, not all of them, but some of them feel very much, uh, this is just a second act to a bigger story. It's an act of, but Bush mm-hmm. and like, I think Mia's as well. They they feel like a, you could you see the whole story go through like beginning to end for them, mm-hmm. and uh, I like the butch because he's very much he doesn't show up as much in the other ones. He shows up for a second in the Mia one in the beginning. Yep. But other than you just think who's this guy? Like, okay, and he just you just see him like 
getting out of the car to kill the guy in the boxing ring. Running yeah. away. So, as far as I understand, he wasn't supposed to even win the no, fight. No, he was supposed in the to uh, ring, go right? down in the fifth. He was supposed to go down. So, the mafia, I'm assuming, I'm, I'm yeah. going to say mafia, um, uh, they're the ones who were like, are they going to pay him to lose? Or well, they like, gave him the deal? money already. I, they didn't really elaborate on it. They gave him the money already yeah. to lose. So, he won because of pride yeah. though, right? It was, was him and he wanted Marcel to win. Pro, uh, Marcel was saying, uh, pride fucks with you. It fucks your head, blinds you, something like that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, he kills the guy. His plan, He knew he had to run away. He was like preparing to his his girlfriend. By the way, strange. She, she was, was also weird. Very I, like weird. for a second, I was like, "Is she underage? Like she's so childlike. It's kind of weird." I think I don't know. If it's just a French. I don't know. I don't know French people. <laughs> I can't say that. I wasn't sure if she was French or Italian. No, she, but was, she was like. I'm pretty sure she was. French. She was one of those. Yeah. Okay, she was French. Strange. She, girl. she was weird. Belly. Like she seemed like a little kid, especially next to him. She seemed like a little kid. She's just this whole. Thing about talking about pot bellies. Is she it was talking so about being weird. pregnant? Strange girl. Is that what she's talking about? Maybe. Well, so I think so, but I like the way like, she okay. spoke about it was I very strange. So. I don't know. <laughs> it was really weird. I think she just genuinely wanted to have a pot belly, like <laughs> slender everything, just a pot belly. I think that's just. I don't think she was talking about being pregnant. Like I wanted to think that. But she was such a weird character. I would fully believe she just wanted a pot belly, and then she and she's like, "Oh, what if I got a pot belly?" She's like, "No." Men who have pot bellies are like gorillas. <laughs> it was funny. And you could see uh, when he finds out that the watch isn't there and he starts freaking out. He's like, I'm so sorry, baby. I'm so sorry. And you, you're not supposed to know that. And like, oh, this guy's, you know, he's not that much. He, he's may, I know he may be the no, no, best no. one. Out, like, he may, he's not the most, the biggest hassle. But he goes to the car. Yeah. Fucking bitch. <laughs> I fucking agree. I, I can feel that. Like, okay, my girlfriend's not so bad. She's she's not bad with anything. But sometimes something will happen where I just play nice to her, but then I leave and I'm like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> and I just get it out of my system. Because it's not it's not a huge deal. I can fix it. It's just, are you serious? And then you move yeah. on. It's just like whatever. But it is, it, so, it is and then, funny and, that he like, oh no, it's fine, it's fine, don't worry about it. <laughs> it just goes out screaming. Yeah, because what do you because and I do like that. I think that makes him a better person. He gets really angry at first, but he, it's understandable well, he did, to a certain he, he extent. He just throws a, a lamp extent. at her. Thing. You shouldn't be throwing TVs and shit when you're angry, you know? But I do I do get it. And then he, it was at the point where he's like, what's yelling at her going to do? He's like, it's okay. I just have to go get it. No big deal. Sorry. It's also very Maybe understandable because he might die if he goes back. <laughs> That's also... Yeah, I know, but... I don't know. I I think you shouldn't be throwing your TV because no, it scares I'm not the girl, that. Poor I'm thing. Saying, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, you, you, he held himself back because like, I wouldn't say that any of these characters are good people in the first place. They're no, not, they're not. None of them. They're not. They're not. Maybe the girl is. Maybe that poor little French girl is. But I don't, yeah. How how involved is she in this whole in this whole thing? Yeah, she she claims she doesn't even listen to his fights, and he never told her that he she, that he killed the guy in the ring. He never tells her that. And well, he must have been involved with the Marcellus before that, though. They they kind of knew each other before that. Yeah, we can assume so, but I mean, I could also just guess that, like, oh, Marcellus just picked him up for that one fight and said, "Hey, you're gonna lose because I want money," and it's like, oh, that's that's believable too. I don't know. I I don't. It has to start somewhere, you know. It's not it doesn't have to be out of nowhere. It doesn't have to be a, a previous connection. It could have just been out of nowhere. Like, hey, lose the fight. Here's a bunch of money. Oh shit! All right. How did you react when he <laughs> killed John Travolta? I, I was like. Okay, okay. Jaw on the floor still. But in my mind, I was like, you're such an idiot, John. Like, 
Vincent, don't take your gun into the shitter. What are you doing? And I like that at the end of the movie, he's reading the same book he was reading. Yeah, there. in the toilet. I like that. But I was like, why would you leave your gun there? And he looks at the guy and they make eye contact for a while. And he just has this stupid look on his face like... Yeah, he's dead. Hey. <laughs> he gets shot the fuck up. Oh my God, that was so funny. It was so like... It's such a important scene, but it's done so comically. A lot of people, especially at the time. Okay, how violent do you think this movie is for today's standards? For today's standards, not very, but it's it's pretty violent because it's pretty graphic. It doesn't because movies nowadays are yeah more violent, but it's because they just like, kill a guy and dump his body and keep moving and kill this guy and kill that guy and kill this guy and kill that guy. They just keep moving, you know. And at the, at the time, it was like one of the most violent things. That... I'm not surprised at all. It because it, it, at the time, I'm most movies were like romantic movies right like not just love stories but just romanticized at least in american movies it, you got shot and there was bullet wounds and shit but nothing graphic mm. yeah, super but- intense there is a famous story in the with the scene of the, with the adrenaline shot what do you think about the adrenaline shot scene oh my god that was oh god that was hilarious again i found a lot I of this see, movie okay, really funny like, i like that i like were that you? weird shit were you tense what? or did you, what happened? No, I wouldn't say I was tense. I was like, okay, she's going to get the adrenaline shot. She's going to be fine. The issue was, I just wanted to see Vincent do it. Because these idiots, the freaking people running the whole show were such idiots. The guy was an idiot. His wife was an idiot. That other woman just sat around like an idiot. And he's look, he's looking for the adrenaline shot. And the lady keeps yelling at him. And he's like, what, what do you want? What do you want? Poor guy. She seems so annoying. <laughs> Obviously, he's not any better. It's just, it's just, it's such a, uh, a, God, what's the word in English? Uh, it's such a sporadic, like, not rushed. Like, this, the uh, whole scene. It's the whole so, scene, like, every, like, yeah, it's so, like, like, jittery and agitated. It's like, oh, just, just get yeah. done. Just, just go, let's go, let's, come on. <laughs> and he just, he would take forever. And then he, and then he argues with Vincent about getting his, get the shot. I'm going to get the shot. What do you think I'm doing? You talking to me slowly. Get the shot. I know that's what I'm doing. He just waits around and he's just like there arguing for the sake of argument. My God. So yeah, yeah, never mind. I was, I was tense. I was tense. I was like, I was like, come on, bro. Just let's go. <laughs> uh, so I think in the New York Film Festival, there was a guy who was watching that adrenaline scene. And doing it, he just passed out. Like, like he had a seizure or something doing it. Yeah, yeah. But he, it was from diabetic shock, right? Yeah, it was diabetic shock. And then, he, but I, I think the whole situation just made him like, just pass out over the whole seizure. Oh, okay, and the maybe. Funny, for me, the funny part is that when Quentin Tarantino uh, got hold of that situation, I think he was there even, he said, well, it worked. <laughs> <laughs> So I think there's a lot of scenes where you should, you make, oh, this may be goofy or this may be a little bit too much. But I think that's the whole point a lot. No, no, I don't think it was too much at all. I actually, I think the movie was like perfect in that sense. Nothing felt too much. Nothing felt too little. It just all felt like not ridiculous in an unrealistic way. Just ridiculous. It all felt like, just like, what are these situations? Oh my God. Like putting yourself in these, in these entanglements and these precarious, like, these predicaments, dude, it just yeah. sucks. But it doesn't feel unrealistic. It just feels 
uncanny. It's interesting too, the title, Pulp Fiction, they give the definition. Uh, yeah, they give the definition at the beginning, yeah. And I think the definition was... Uh, it said unfinished or grainy, like other than the one for making paper, it said unfinished, grainy kind of magazine. The second definition was a magazine of uh, a magazine or a book containing lurid sub- subject matters and being characteristically printed on rough, unrefined paper. Yeah, so what I got from that was the way it was filmed. There's a lot of uh, scenes that were, and again, I don't know if this is characteristic of the time or of the movie. A lot of scenes were a little shaky, a little like the camera moving and the places where it probably sh- would have been steady or should have been steady in modern era. No, I think it, that's just a style. Yeah, so I think that's the style of the movie. And I yeah. think it show, it's part of the whole uncharacteristically uh, unfinished, grainy kind of look. And but I think I, it works really well. thing, because it, it's kind of like looking back at these old like comic books, crime comic books, it's super... Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this movie's gra- kind of like... Graphic it's kind of like, and gory shit. Yeah, so this is the opposite of the glorification of like mobsters and mafia, right? It's like the anti here. It's the anti version of that. I guess. Where yeah. it's like, well, oh, you can you could make that argument that it's kind of glorifying. Like, really? Because it, it, it kind of shows it cool. the nastiness. Well, of not it. really. No. Well, it's more realistic. Yes, but it's more uh, well the lurid part maybe that it's, it's it has the kind of feel of I shouldn't be watching this, <laughs> especially at the time. Like I don't, I don't know. Like this doesn't feel like a normal movie. This doesn't feel like I should, like, if, at the time, especially, this should be more taboo. I don't know if this, like, mainstream audience would be like, ooh, this is a little too much for me, at least. Mm-hmm. At the time, maybe. And it's also interesting because they marketed, a lot of the marketing this film I saw, the main struggle in the marketing, they were showing Vincent having, maybe having an affair with Mia, which is very interesting because maybe if they sold the movie, as the way it is, they wouldn't have sold it well. Because that's what people were interested in at the time. Like, these, like, romantic crime comedies. Like, oh, he's going to have an affair with the, the boss's wife and they're going to have to run away, figure it out. But then you watch the movie, like, none of that happened. Just, yeah, that makes sense because I thought that too. She just ODs. During that yeah. scene, I still wasn't so sure about where the movie was headed and I was like, oh, that's what's going to happen. Because they, they constantly allude to, like, oh, you're going to take the boss's wife on a date. He goes, it's not a date. It's not a date. Oh my god, he gets like annoyed and upset. The whole interaction with them in the diner. I I I really like the design of the diner too. The I love it. Yeah, yeah. it's great. And, oh, I love the, I love he goes he goes. I gotta taste what a five dollar shake shake tastes like. I also like I like the design of the diner too because it kind of reflects Mia's character because she's very much she, she just makes references after references and the whole diner yeah. is just references because mm. maybe that's also a comment because he, she's also an actress. But she's a failed actress. And she's like mm. super involved in that world, but she's not there. She's just kind of clinging onto it. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's the way her she copes. She just, I know all this. Maybe, yeah, that's a good point. I didn't think of it like that. Yeah. I just thought she was a strange character who, like, she, her identity is so attached to Marcellus that when she's on her own, she doesn't really know how to be a normal person. That's kind of what I thought. I thought mm-hmm. she she's so bored with life. And the only time she's interested in it is like when Marcellus is doing nice things for her. So when she goes out with someone else, she gets to portray a different person. I always thought it was more of she just, she's very confident, but she just likes really? the things she likes. I got the and exact she's just, opposite. I didn't think she felt very confident at all. Well, the whole thing, she just plays like random music, start dancing, being crazy around Vincent. He's like, just like, oh. It seemed like a facade. It seemed like she was doing it. I think she's just strange. I think she's just weird. Like that. 
Maybe, no, you could be right. Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know. She's a weird girl. <laughs> but <laughs> to me, a I thought... scene where she's interviewing John Travolta, where like, right when uh, she meets <clears> him, <throat> she gets a camera and started interviewing him, and she's just making reference after reference. Wait, I don't saying, remember that. When was this? No, it's a deleted scene. It wasn't deleted. Oh, okay, okay. And she's saying, are you a Beatles man or Elvis man? Elvis people can like Beatles, and Beatles people can like Elvis. But one has to like uh, one more than the other, and that's like that's whole, like the whole thing is about like just references and like what do you like the Brady Bunch or whatever or whatever other classic sitcom. So I think that's just her personality, and maybe that is what I got from it that she just secluded into this life because of Marcel is she just home all day she she gets gets bored, and when she sees mm-hmm. someone she just like goes out at it because she's so bored. She just wanted to talk to people. And maybe Vincent was the first person that actually spoke to her, like maybe a, a peer. A real not person. Just, not just the wife, yeah. the boss's wife. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Because that question he asks her about about the guy getting thrown off, she kind of dismisses. She's like, she's like, he never touched me, you know. And mm-hmm. it was like, she felt like she wasn't, she didn't get that stupid amount of respect that she doesn't deserve. She kind of was like, oh, this is a real person talking yeah, to me. Yeah, it felt like it wasn't like, oh, I'm going to watch what I'm saying. It's mm. boss's the wife. boss's wife, bro. Yeah, uh, the whole scene of them dancing too. It, everyone was excited during making the movie because uh, John Travolta is famous for Saturday Night Fever, which is him dan- uh-huh. <laughs> dancing disco. That's seventies movie, and when he started dancing, everybody started dancing with him. <laughs> like everybody was happy just watching him on set. Just <laughs> it was a cool. That's it so was nice. a funny scene too. Like it was a like to it, me, it was fucking hilarious again. This movie's from a different time. Was that the kind of dancing that was taken seriously at the time? Because it was no, freaking I think, I think, hilarious. I think it was supposed to be like a a cool, like a, a funny, quirky like moment between them. God, man, I watching that was so funny because because it's not just him. He's not the one just dancing like a goofy old man. She's, She's also dancing, dancing hilariously too. Yeah. You know, I'm so used to in the... here in Miami, man, everyone can dance salsa, merengue, flamingos, uh, all <laughs> the dances and people like twerking and shit. Like there's so much that goes on here in Miami. You never see that. I'm the one who does that. I'm the one poor soul who has no rhythm and no beat dancing like that. So you, I was like, yo, are you making fun of me? What? You do the Batman. The Batman, which was the Batman. The, where you, the where you, you, eat, where you, you slide your feet? No, the, the fingers are like on the eyes, like you scroll the fingers through your eyes. No, I don't do that. Hold on. No, I, I do I, t- I do the little tiptoe foot foot shaking on the on the on the ball of your toes. You're like, yeah, you swivel it around. You shake your ass a little more though. You know it's Miami, bro. You gotta do it like that. But yeah, no. And I was like I was like, yo, this I feel personally attacked in this movie right now. <laughs> yeah, I found that scene so funny. <laughs> what is what else is there to talk about? Are we missing something? Yeah. Mar uh Jewel's whole monologue at the end. I freaking love. Okay, let's he's, let's, he's, let's leave that for the ending. I just remember okay, Marcellus okay. and Butch at the underground basement <sighs> area. <laughs> yo, yo, oh my! What do you God. think of that scene, Zuriel? So they walk into that store. They walk into that store. It's like a little pawn shop, I'm guessing. The guy points the shotgun and he calls Marcellus, whatever he calls him, and I'm like, oh, this guy's a racist. He's gonna let Butch go. It doesn't feel like any, all the characters use like what we would call now racist language. It doesn't feel like they're racist, none of them. It just feels like it's just the way they speak, which is something I Well, can maybe the other one is. Maybe I could see Zeke and 
Or Z- yeah, Z- Zeth. Zed and the other Zed. guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah then, and the other one. Yeah, yeah, but I'm just not sure because the guy they had chained up was white too. So they just do it. They don't care. Well, they, they chose him for first for a reason, maybe. Huh? They chose him to be the first one for a reason, maybe. I don't know the eeny meeny miny mo, but with two people, you already know the outcome if you've done it a lot. So that's the thing. I'm not sure. Okay, I just maybe what other character that isn't black says it? Well, except for Jimmy, I think, because Jimmy's more of a joke character. I think. Uh, wait, say again. Uh, the non-black characters. Yeah. Which one? How many of them say it? I want to say like four. Which ones? I don't remember. I just Jimmy remember the pawn shop guy and Jimmy. I think Jimmy's Jimmy more of a joke guy, Zed It's supposed to be it. like, whoa. Is it? I, I don't I, I don't know. I genuinely don't know. A lot of people say it a lot of times. I don't know. But I think a lot of them are just black. So maybe that's a colloquial thing. It's not just maybe. Like, okay, whatever. Not so, to be a race so point, thing. Being, yeah. point being, I thought he was going to be a racist. And I thought he was going to shoot the crap out of Marcellus. Done with it. But he was a little creepy. And I thought, okay, there's no way this movie is going to have a scene with some psychopath murderer. That just doesn't fit. It doesn't make sense. It's not going to happen. And then it happens. He calls Zed over, and then you they wake up, and they're ball gagged. They're fucking <laughs> gagged. And I'm like, and I'm just thinking, I'm just thinking, he runs a pawn shop. It's the only thing he had. He's just a vigilante justice guy. Okay, no big deal. Zed comes in. Zed is a cop, but he's got this weird look in his eyes, man. You just, you know, it's he has, not the, right. he has those like creepy people in your earrings too. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, oh, whoa, hold up. Homosexuality is not creepy, bro. I'm not talking about homosexual. I'm talking about I know, earrings, I'm bro. Kidding, I'm kidding. I'm <laughs> kidding. No, I think, I think that's just a style of the time, honestly. I think a lot of, uh, creepy people, a lot of, creep, a, lot of a lot of creeps in the 90s, bro. Uh, okay, so, um, <laughs> um, uh, so you, he has this weird look in his eyes. He looks weird. He has a weird look in his eyes, but he's got the cop uniform. I'm just thinking, he's a police. I'm just denying. I'm constantly in denial. I'm like, it's not going to happen. And then he does the eeny, meeny, miny, moan. I'm like, oh, no, no. And then they bring out the guy in the freaking leather suit. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. And the, the thing. The thing that gets me the most is when Butch goes back, you see him railing Marcellus's ass, dude. You it's see scary. it, and you're like, what? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> well, he gets a katana. Like a dream. katana of all. There was a shotgun there. Somewhere there was a shotgun. There was hammers. There was a baseball bat. There's all these things. He picks the katana. It was oh a cool my god! It was so funny. I, I <laughs> laughed. I was like, I was like, that's hilarious. This guy, this boxer, he has his bare fists as weapons. There's a, probably a gun there because there was a shotgun, and the shotgun's not down there with them. He literally killed a person like, like a day, yeah, exactly. hours and with that. gloved fists. Imagine bare fists. So it's like, oh no, gloved fists are more likely to kill people, though. I think. Uh, whatever. Still, so, point being. He has all these things at his disposal, and he sees the katana, and he's like, "Yeah, yeah I'm taking is, the katana." <laughs> yeah, it's not. I don't think it's any reason of like this is the more effective weapon. I think he's like, "Yeah, katana." Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, bro! And after playing Ghost of Tsushima, I was like, <laughs> and he really goes at it. He Sama, really gets into it. Sama, he does. He he slices the guy. He stands in front of him and does the backstab. The backstab. Like, yeah, back. he, he he's like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah." He's like, "Yeah, what you gonna do, Zed?" Bitch. 
Well, oh my god! Marcel's, I like how Marcel's like first thing. We don't talk about this. <laughs> Number two, Poor, get out. Marcel needs right? some damn therapy, dude. He's gonna bottle that up. Have some gay repressed feelings. Go oh, rape another boy, dude. Head, bro. bro, what? He tortures Zed. Or whatever his name is. Oh yeah, no, he tortured Zed for sure. He said he was going to, and I know for sure he did. So it looked like he shot. It looked like he shot Zed in the face. I think he shot Zed in the balls, right? I think it's the balls, yeah. Yeah, I think he shot him in the balls. And poor, no, not poor Zed, but still, oh my god, you do that, Marcel is a big ass mafia guy, kind of a a figure of like, oh, don't fuck with Marcel. He's he's scary. Like you don't want to fuck with him. He's gonna kill you. He threw a yeah. guy like four story window. Because you touch uh, his wife's feet. And then you see that scene, like, you know what, Marcellus? You're the- you bitch. Does Marcellus Wallace look like a bitch? Yes, he does. <laughs> <laughs> he got his asshole railed by some frail white boy. Poor guy. He, didn't, he, didn't, he was poor guy. No, he was straight up. That's, that's worse than. It is rape, but that's worse than it, man. Holy crap. That was crazy. That was kidnapping and everything. Locked up, tied up, raped. For God knows how long it would have happened. Oh my God! Well, but save him. They go away. He will, he leaves. Everyone's happy. And again, I don't think Butch tells his girlfriend anything. Oh, he wouldn't. Well, if he, if it was him, he wouldn't. He wouldn't tell it. But it was Marcella, so it's fine. I don't think he told his girlfriend anything. Honestly, I think she knows. I I don't I don't think she's that innocent. I think she is. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm just projecting. Uh, I think she is. I feel like like Butch doesn't tell her much. Maybe she's not involved. He, but she knows what's going on. I think. She knows the gist of what's going on, but yeah. I don't think she knows the specifics. I don't think Butch tells her any specifics. Because she's like, she's like, what's she's like, whose motorcycle is that? It's a chopper, honey. Who's <laughs> I love that it's a chopper. Whose chopper is this? It's Zed's. It's Zed's. Zed's gone, baby. Way, baby. Uh, oh, does he say he's gone? Did he say he's dead? Zed's dead, baby. Yeah, Zed's dead. Yeah, yeah Zed's dead, baby. Yeah. Whose chopper is this? I think it's funny. This this whole movie is like this whole sense of entanglement. There's no like specific plot. But all these characters' lives are so connected even though they barely know yeah. each other. I think that's funny. It's all the, the theme, bro. Which is leads that the us. theme? Is it like is the theme entanglement? Nothing the whole theme is the I think the whole redemption thing, the, the chance of redemption. Redemption. Yeah, and, and so that puts us into the last scene. Uh I think Jules gets his redemption. Would you would you say it's the best scene? Uh, I don't know. I would judge best by just which one was the most fun. Um, I think it has the it's a potential candidate for being the best scene. I love, I love how it tries to be deep but not being pretentious, and it is. It works well like that. But I also think it's funny how how self aware it is because Samuel Jackson says that thing where he he quotes the Ezekiel quote, and he says. I just said it because I thought it was a, th- a badass motherfucker thing to say before you a kill gangster someone. thing to say. Yeah. He's like, I thought it was a gangster thing to say before you kill someone. And, and he's like, but now I'm trying to get what he means. And it's funny. Like, he's so self aware. He doesn't say it before because he thinks it's a deep thing to say. He just thinks it's a bad motherfucker thing to say. And he, he That's really, the only reason he does it. And he him going it's the through it thing. and talking to uh, Tim Roth, or I don't know, I don't remember his character's I, name. I don't remember his name. Yeah. He called him. Uh, I don't know. I, I know the other one is honey cake or baby cake or something like that. Honey, honey bun. Honey, honey buns, something like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> something like that. I don't remember what he what. Uh, Tim Roth. What Let's just call him Tim Roth. I don't remember. Yeah, Tim Roth. Uh, 
him explaining to him the whole thing, I thought it was really interesting because he says that he just wants, he's just re- trying really hard to be the shepherd, the shepherd. Like he wants, he really wants to be the good person. So I think he was questioning still when he was making that statement. He was still like trying to determine who was who. He was, because then afterwards he goes, I'm the shepherd and you're the, the bad person. He's like, wait, because uh, at first he was considering, is the gun the shepherd? Is he the shepherd? Is the other guy the shepherd? Is no, he, he the bad one? The other thing he says is that uh, that whole situation with Marcel and everything, that's the evil. Yeah. And he's the shepherd and he's the good or something like that. But, he, sa- like but that. he says, nah, that's not it. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, like he's like, no, 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 no. That's, I wish that was, that was it, but that, it ain't. It, that's not it. But then he goes. Yeah, I like that a lot. I'm the I'm I'm the evil. You're the good, and the gun's the shepherd, or whatever. I don't remember. I don't that was remember. one of them. Which one was the last one? The last one was he was the shepherd. The other guy was the bad, and the good was uh fuck. I don't know. Well, because he isn't the shepherd, but he says he's trying really hard to be the, she- the yeah, shepherd. Yeah, he's trying to be the shepherd. Yeah. 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 He wants to be the ones that protects and be the good person. Yeah, so there it goes. He's trying to be the shepherd, but he knows he's the evil man. That's such a cool fucking scene, dude. It's amazing. Oh, my God. And the worst part is, is that when I was watching it, I kept getting interrupted. No, Left you, you and right. You gotta, you gotta it was yourself, horrible. Man. Oh, my God. It was horrible. I was so annoyed. But it's fine. I love that scene. It's amazing. That's That little monologue he has there is so great. And I love Vincent there. He comes out of the freaking bathroom reading the same book he was reading when he died. Yeah. He comes out of the bathroom and he's just being Vincent. Jules tries so hard to make this big change in his life. And I think he does. I think he does get it because Vincent's not there. I mean, Jules isn't there when Vincent dies. So obviously Jules got out of it. No, I, I, I do think he like he just left. He actually just left. Yeah, I think he I think he just leaves as well. And so it's hilarious because that means that he was right. It was an epiphany. God gave him a second chance to move on. He took it. Vincent didn't. And Vincent paid the paid the price. He faced the consequences. He's going to walk the world, bro. He's going to walk through the earth. Yeah, yeah like a bum. <laughs> Having adventures. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> are you, that was are you more with Vincent in that little argument? Or with the... In which argument? In the act of God? The bum. <laughs> you give me a bum. I think uh, Samuel Jackson hadn't given it enough thought at the point. At that point, he hadn't given it enough thought. He was pe- speaking more metaphorically about walking the earth. And whether he knows it or not, you know, that's not what you do. Walking the earth means going your own path, as far as I'm concerned. So I think it was kind of unfair for Vincent to antagonize him like that. Well, that's, that's the whole thing. He doesn't understand. Yeah, Vincent's very not naive. He's childlike in a way. Well, he's very know? much surface level. He just wants to get he's his money, do, does yeah, his thing. Right. He's childish. Yeah, so he just doesn't get it. And so he, he attacks, you know, uh, Jules' belief. But, you know, if, if Jules is really your homie, you'd support him. He just wants you know, to smoke weed all day in Amsterdam, dude. Smoke weed and s- boil some heroin injected, bro. Ate some fucking Royale with cheese. Mm, oh, yeah. Royale with cheese. Mm-mm-mm. You know what they call that shit? But yeah, so I, I think it's really unfair for Vincent to say that. I, again, not a man of God myself, but I love that little thing that Jules has. I like that epiphany. I think, you know, wherever you get your morals from, if you can finally solidify your morals, you can finally see the light at the end of the tunnel, I think that's good. And Jules did, and Vincent doesn't, and Vincent 
he he faces the consequences of that. He takes a shit reading his stupid book. What was the book? Was it anything important? I don't think it was anything. I, I, I tried to read it once, but I didn't really catch the title. But I don't think it was anything. Yeah. I'm, I think it was super stupid. Not enough to yeah. catch book my interest. Vincent reads in Pulp Fiction. What is it? It is Modesty, Modesty Blaze. What is that? So, okay, so a spy novel by Peter O'Donnell, like Fox Force 5, the fictional television pilot that Mia appears in within the film. Modesty Blaze features a female spy. He was reading the book that, um, that Fox that Force 5 inspired the show. Oh. Yeah, but was it only, is it a real book or was it just uh, a gag for the thing? I don't know. I never heard of the book. Okay. But wait, if wait, that's wait, the wait, case, wait. then that's kind of like an interesting little, like he's still like, he can't, he really still thinking about Mia. Yeah, he is, clearly. Yeah. Okay, so perhaps Mia would have overdosed. Okay, okay, okay. Vincent Reed's Modesty Blaze, 1965, a spy novel by Peter O'Donnell. Likes Fox Force 5, the fictional television pilot that Mia appears in within the film, Modesty Blaze features a female spy with many different talents. Uh, Peter O'Donnell also created a comic strip that followed the, the, the titular character, which ran from 1963 to 2002. The fiction magazines which published comic strips similar to Modesty Blaze were often called pulps. So that the use of the comic book on the on the toilet evokes the name of Tarantino's film and subtly links it to Victor Bowel to Victor's bowel movement. Oh, they mean Vincent to Vincent's oh. bowel movement. <laughs> Similar to newspapers, pulps were often associated with bathroom reading, and Tarantino's tongue-in-cheek a choice to associate the film with bathroom reading encourages encourages us to equate this film with the kind of juicy, low-culture entertainment that is best enjoyed on the can and undercuts the high art feeling created by other aspects of the film. Moreover, linking the overall film with the toilet emphasizes that the feeling that life revolves around mundane, seemingly unimportant moments like going to the toilet as much as it does eventful action-filled peaks. Bathrooms are only one of many motifs used in this pop culture classic to remind us that life can be maddeningly random and major twists and turns are largely out of our control. That's super interesting. It's a real book, apparently. It's a book that uh, is associated with Fox Force 5 because of the, like, the female character with many different talents. Yeah, I knew there had to be something with the book because they show the book. They they give you a good look at the book. Yeah. I, I read the title, but I didn't. I just didn't know what it was. Yeah. Yeah. If if I just read Modesty Blaze, I would think, oh, have some modesty, because he comes out of the toilet and gets shot. Maybe that. Yeah, yeah. But also, I like how Tarantino puts a lot of like interesting, like deep things that you to talk about to analyze. But he doesn't like show off. He, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. He can still have I fun. Like I think that's like one of the things he said. He wants to have a lot of things in the script and the writing, in the film for you to analyze. But at the same time, he wants you to have fun. And like, that was there. an issue I had with the Joker in the movie, where uh, when you find out that the woman was just a figment of his imagination, they they show it to you. But you can assume already; you don't need to be shown. Pretty that. obvious. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's uh, obvious, from, but, you know, from the start when she starts, yeah, it wouldn't take much brain power really to like, make that inference. Close to him, like this scenario. There's no way. This yeah, exactly. It doesn't make any sense from the very yeah. beginning. So when it happens, you can just kind of assume. You know, it doesn't take much brain power. So I don't like that they showed it. You know, you don't got to show this deep thing you did. You know, if people get it, they get it. If they don't, they don't. Sorry. Just have it in the background. Yeah. It makes it way more interesting. Okay. Exactly. What do you think is in the case? It glowed every time. I loved it. I want to say gold because they, but, but the guy, he wasn't greedy for it. He said it was beautiful. 
Is it salvation, Thomas? I don't fucking know. <laughs> um, I don't even think Tarantino knows. Yeah, I think it's supposed to be one of those figments of your imagination. I think it's like what, it, what is like, so important. Something to the, the characters look for. Marcel has a bandage on the back of the, his neck. And a lot of people say that the mark of the beast is at the same spot. The 666. Oh, shit. Damn, that's cool, actually. I was going to make a joke. That's freaking cool. But. So what could be in the briefcase? Also, the actor had a scar there. And they just still chose to put a little band-aid. It could be both. It could be just a, a cool, like, looking, weird, quirky thing. Or it could be that. They literally. Maybe the whole point is that Marcel is in this whole world is the evil. And that everyone revolves around. Everyone's story, chapter, even like Butch is that he's like very, like, not involved with Vince or Julian. So that would make, that would make. Marcellus the evil. Like, or the whole Edward, world, he or LA, the, the whole criminal world, valet, mm-hmm. the yeah. evil. And the people he preys on are the weak. And it's Jules who's trying to be the shepherd. But the real shepherd would be Butch. The real shepherd? Well, I don't know about Butch. I think no? Butch is the weak still. He just stood against. He him. comes out of it. He, he, he does come out of it, but I don't think he's the out there protecting people. Okay. I think the only so person a- that comes out. And actually, uh, redeeming themselves is Jules. So maybe, Jules. so maybe so Jules make is Jules, the shepherd. He's trying even. to be the shepherd. Yeah. Even though his, re- if he, even though he really wants to kill them, he holds back because he's a different man now. Yeah. Amazing how you can make that change <laughs> so quickly. So quickly. Yeah. Well, he really did see a miracle. He's like, I should have died. Mm-hmm. I got mm-hmm. to get my shit together, especially if you're a God-fearing man. So anyway, final thoughts. Final thoughts. I think the movie has this awesome sense of entanglement where it's like everything is connected in some subtle way and even the most mundane things can be very big things. You know, the girl just... I mean, I I guess it depends on who you are. You know, some people would think cocaine is mundane and it's not cocaine. She overdoses. And some people would think taking a shit is mundane and it's not. He gets shot dead taking a shit. Yeah, driving home with your watch is mundane. No big deal. He runs into the wrong guy and it's horrible. Okay, getting into a fight is mundane. It ends up you get raped by some creepy homosexual kidnappers. It's freaking terrifying. Um, you get it's all that stuff. Just the mundane can be the excitement, and the excitement can be mundane. I guess. Oh yeah, the excitement can be mundane. The kid gets shot in the face, and they just don't really care that much. Oh, the whole the whole Bonnie situation. The whole Bonnie situation is like that. Jimmy is a very mundane guy, but the but scene just, is exciting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a really slow scene. But it's like the most like supposed to be one of the most tense things well, ever. Yeah, so like, it's slow. The, the wife is coming in thirty minutes. Exactly. And we gotta clean this whole place up. But it's taking very like I'm washing my hands. <laughs> I'm washing myself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Taking very slow. It's so that's very interesting. It's slow in pacing, but it is tense and it has to be fast paced. It works well. Yeah. And so yeah, that's a good. Well, you good need example. to you need a breathing moment. Because a lot of it happened. Yeah. That was a good Because before place to was be. crazy and after is a little bit crazy too. So yeah. Well, after was the whole climax. Exactly. Whoa. And so yeah, I, I love the fact that there's no like central plot. It's this story that you get told in segments. And the order of the segments is different, you know? I, I don't know what's the meaning behind that. I think it's just a different I think it's just a different way to tell a story. And I have absolutely yes. no problem with it. And this revolutionized 
film in the nineties, American film especially. What are some and films everyone that, that you could try to copy it? Everyone in the nineties and the in the in the early two thousands tried to copy. Did it. anyone do a well, good a job? Of, I wouldn't go that far, but a lot of people. Uh, I don't know if a lot of people made movies like this that did a, as well job. A lot of indie, mostly indie uh, directors that became big came from that era. But they just did their own thing. They didn't really try to copy that style. They just did. Okay. Like Wes Anderson came out of that. Paul Thomas Anderson came out of that. But they all, all have their own style, which I think that's why they came out of it. Yeah. Maybe someone at that era was famous, but now nobody th- thinks about it because it didn't, didn't stick. I don't know. But yeah, uh, I really like this movie. This was, I wouldn't say one of my least favorite Tarantino film, films, but it was like in the middle. Really? But now that favorite? I watch it again, I don't know. And now that I watch it again, it's definitely the top. No, not on the top, but like very like okay, top three. Okay, because I was like, man, if this is, for a second I thought you were saying currently, no, no, no. I was like, oh my God. No, because I watched it and I don't know if I was in the, the right mindset to watch the movie. Mm-hmm. Maybe I was expecting expecting something else. I, I get know. that. That's me with Blade Runner right now. I've just ha- I wasn't in the mindset at the moment. You would have to try to do Blade Runner. Yeah. So I was thinking, there's a lot you can talk about that. It 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 was cool. Okay, I have to when when I'm like in the mood for that kind of movie, I'm gonna make sure I check it out. But I think my favorite Tarantino movie is just preference. I just really liked it. Uh, Kill Bill. I love Kill Bill. <laughs> it's so much. That movie scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. My parents were watching it, and the the ending scene where they crush the eye freaked me out so. Oh, that's not the bad. ending, but yeah, there's a scene where. Oh, I, I thought it was the ending. One. Yeah, that freaks me out, man. Oh my god. There is a part one and part two, but it's just basically one movie. And like every time I watch it, I have to watch both because it's, it's not one of those movies like, oh, I'm going to watch the first one now and then the second. No, you got to watch the both, both of them. It's, it flows very well. Okay, cool. Like as a one movie. I like that. It's so much fun. It's so it's very much cheesy and it's it knows. It's very cheesy. It's cheesier than Django. It's... <laughs> I like that. I like that. Yeah, it's very, it's very fun. Okay. Okay, have you heard of a movie called 12 Monkeys? I love 12 Monkeys. Uh, you said so you've watched it? Yes. Damn, Julia's dad was watching it the other day. We can talk about 12 it, Monkeys later. It was awesome. No, I haven't watched it, but oh. I want to. I saw like you the, gotta the watch first half 12 hour. Monkeys. Yeah, I loved it. I was I was so into it. Like the same way with Pulp Fiction, I was super into it. I never knew what a good actor Brad Pitt was. See, Brad Pitt is a good actor. Person? They cast him I like never the pretty knew boy. That. Yeah, they cast him as some shitty pretty boy. I always thought he was budget Tom Cruise, but no, the guy's a good actor, the guy's man. A good actor, dude. Yeah, no, watching watching that movie, seeing him crazy like a mental p- patient. He was awesome. He he was so funny and goofy and like he's like I'm not crazy. He's like shaking around, jittering and like crazy eyes. I loved it. It was awesome. <laughs> All right. Well, do you want to do Twelve Monkeys next time? I do want to do Twelve Monkeys. Then we'll do. I have to watch it again, but yeah, let's do it cool because i loved it it was really really cool all right sounds good baby i guess this is the end goodbye everybody this was like the pilot let's call this episode zero because i don't even know Uh what to call it yet but i guess pilot's a good word you know pilot just like the movie uh reference to pulp fiction haha pilot in in pulp fiction uh they talk about the pilot because that was the the movie, the show Mia was trying to be well, a part of, and the pilot, pilot didn't work a... out. I know, I know. I'm just saying, haha, reference. Fuck you, Thor. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, that was a shitty fucking reference, Ariel. 
Yeah, well, yeah, shit I, together. I don't know. I gotta get another uh, co-host. Uh, I don't movie. Uh, I like a movie. Uh, me watch Marvel movie. Haha, uh-huh. I, I like clap Avengers. and cry. You know we're gonna do an episode on Avengers, right? We have to one day. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like the first Avengers. Black Panther. It's fun. We have to do it. What? I like the first Avengers. I like me some too. Marvel movies. Okay. There's nothing wrong with that. I know. See, like, there are some about shitty those ones, film though. nerds would be like, oh, the Marvel movies suck. You like Marvel movies? So- yeah, it's fucking obnoxious. Yeah, you have the, the Tarantino people, people films? will scream at us for liking Marvel, and Marvel people will, will scream at us for liking Tarantino films. Yes, I was exactly going to say that. You have the people who like love Marvel movies and think they're works of art, and they're like, obviously, like, come on, bro. And we have the people who refuse to acknowledge the Marvel movies as anything of quality, and you're like, come on, there bro. are some in between. There's some good ones. We'll talk about those movies later. Next oh, time. sounds good. Who knows? I don't know. We'll figure it out. I know. I know. Next the time? The answer is yes. Next time? No, next time is 12 Monkeys. <laughs> but next time is like, there. Like next time could be any next time. Just next. Doesn't have to be the next next, next time, time. on Dragon Ball Z. Let's do a whole episode of the whole series. Oh my god. <laughs> no, it was like a next time on Arrested Development. It was never what the next episode was about. It was just some random shit. I love that. What happened? My computer crashed. On Arrested Development, they would say next time on Arrested Development, and they would never show the next episode. They would just show random yes, let's, scenes. Let's just lie to the people, and then it would be a surprise. It will not be. On uh, yeah. th- it will not be on Twelve Monkeys. Don't trust us. Next time we're gonna do this on the Fairly Odd Parents movie. That no, that's gonna be like season one finale. That's gonna be the climax. Yo, I'm down. Wait, no, it's not going to be the season one finale. What's the season one finale? No, I'm trying to lie to them, though. Come on, man. Fuck. The program. <laughs> I make the rules and I break them. Oh we're not going to watch it for the season finale. Haha. <laughs> yes, you're right. We're going to watch the SpongeBob movie. That's a good movie. That's objectively the a good one? movie. The one, the one with I remember, David. I remember watching awesome. it when I was a kid, but I don't remember much of it. <laughs> Anyways, we're like leaving. Not, Goodbye. We're not watching 12 Monkeys. Bye. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ.